the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics, where the conversation always gives you a foundation that is built on biblical principles so you can intellectually and critically learn to weigh out decisions about life with truth, facts, contradictions, and the reality we live in, and history. Host Joe Gaona covers topics like apologetics, worldviews, contemporary culture, and the Word of God to help you articulate a defense for how you live your Christian life. See how you can get involved in support Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics by visiting ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com That's ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com Joe, where is that magnifying glass? Radio host and co-founder of Throughout All Ages Ministry, Joe Guyona, left to be with the Lord on October 2nd, 2021. Since then, we've been playing the Throughout All Ages radio ministry programs replays in its entirety. As a dedication to Joe and to all the loyal listeners of Throughout All Ages Ministry radio program, we will be playing Joe's Celebration of Life in three parts. As a devout Christian, you will hear the impact Joe had on his family, friends, and anybody he came in contact with. Here's part three of Joe Guyona's Celebration of Life. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. This is what was given to me, and it just spoke and prepared me for what was about to take place. And I know if my dad was alive, he would tell me right now, son, don't, don't waste this opportunity. You know, I know there's a lot of people out here who don't have that hope. I know where my dad is. I loved my, my, when, my, when my dad passed his last breath, you know, my mom looked at the nurses and she said, well, I know where he's at, but I don't know where you guys are at. And she starts to give them Jesus. <laughs> and when I looked in my dad's eyes and saw him praying, you know, I wanted to have Jesus like he had Jesus. And, and so I say the same thing to you. I know many of you have already probably prayed that prayer that Pastor Gary led us in to give your life to Jesus. But it would make my day, it would make my mom's day. If, if you have not given your life to Jesus, but have today, to, to come tell us, to come let us know, because uh, that's what matters at this point. We know where my dad is. We're going to see him again. We want to see you guys too. And there's only one way, and that's through Jesus Christ. At this point, I guess I'm going to invite Pastor Gary back up and, and my, my, my mom. I'm going to have my mom come up here. He forgot the itinerary. Uh, wow. Um, I knew no matter what, God was going to perform a miracle. It just wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to keep my husband here. I wanted that miracle to keep him here on earth with us. My husband did not want to go to the hospital, and as soon as he got enough oxygen, he was ready to walk out of there. (laughs) 
And uh, when we discuss things through the years, don't throw a big celebration. Well, he's not here with us now. He's in heaven. So I was going to leave him in a little hospital to try to get him to stay here a little longer. Um, And I was going to throw the biggest celebration for him because he has impacted so many people. Um, The food we have afterwards, please indulge. It's not exactly what he wanted, um, but later on, go have a street taco and think about Joe. (laughs) I didn't want to come up here, but something happened through the week, which I don't even remember what it was. And God prompted me. Now I remember, but I'm not going to say it. But um, God prompted me that I need to talk um, on the hardest, most um, time in my life. But um, hopefully I don't cry, and I don't think I will. God has really given me strength in front of people, so I'm thankful for that. Um, first of all, um, when he went in the ambulance, I walked into my house and looked in my house, and it's my heart sunk at that moment, knowing that my husband's not here and I'm alone. But I was not alone. God was with me, and he was carrying me. And the first thing I did was reach out to him, because whoever can go through such a thing without God being with you. And if you don't have God, you need him. You need Jesus because um, there is, I don't know how you could go through it without him. I turn on sermons. I turned on worship music and I cried out to God every day to heal my husband. He did heal him, just not the way I wanted him. His ways are higher than ours. And Joe is happy. We are here hurt because we lost a wonderful man, but he is happy and he doesn't really care how we feel right now. (laughs) So through this time, I experienced the worst pain anyone has ever experienced. And I sit and think, wow, the most fearful thing happened, now I probably don't, will not fear anything besides the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But I could probably conquer anything, I would think, because the worst thing just happened to me. But during this hard time, I said to my sister-in-law one time, I feel like the worst thing has happened, but I have so much peace because of all of you. You guys have given me so much love. Your calls never bothered me. I wish you had called more. (laughs) And if I don't answer, I would call you back. Um, Those texts, those, um, those prayers that you sent me, I read them and I read them to Joe. And they touched us in such an amazing way. Um... Our prayer meetings at the hospital, in front of the main hospital, they didn't go unnoticed. Um, Our Zoom meetings where many people came and prayed with us for my husband. And then um, one day recently, it was a a few days before um, everything took place, I got on a phone with a young lady. I won't say her name, um, but her pastor was going through the same thing as Joe. And I just wanted to talk to her because she was staying up to date. And I called her awful late. Well, 9.30 maybe. It might have been later because I did send texts out 3 in the morning sometimes just to get an update. But um, I called her and she talked to me. She says, Stacy, I am so sorry. I have no 
I have no idea how you feel. And as we continued talking for a little while longer, she's here today too, but I told her I was going to talk about her. I don't know her. I met her once. And so she says, I, um, that's pray. She told me that's pray. Every single thing she said in that prayer was everything I felt. Everything, I, like not having the words to say when I'm alone with God. What do I say? All I say, God, please heal my husband. And she said everything I was feeling. I'm like, it wasn't her. It was God giving her the words to say for me. And it comforted me. So everyone, thank you for your love. Thank you for your calls, your texts, and your numerous of prayers. I saw during this time the body of Christ coming together and locking arms. And I will forever be grateful. I am nervous about what the future holds, but I know who holds my future. So um, thank God for that. Um, I might be a little longer. Is that okay? (laughs) I'm talking too slow. Um, I'm taking deep breaths so I can gather my thoughts at the same. I want to reflect on my husband and just give some practical things that I totally want to share and had fun sharing them when he was here. And it didn't seem to bother him too well, but you know, uh, he would on my birthday want to go out and get me birthday presents on the day of my birthday present day. (laughs) And um, he would be gone all day. And then when I got home, I would have to go in my room while he set up my prize, my birthday. So I'd come out excited. What could it be? A nice necklace. Um, I didn't know. But I came out and there was a fish aquarium there with the most ugliest fish ever. (laughs) This was our first year of marriage. Uh, (laughs) I was fine with it. I didn't tell him I didn't like it, but it got better when my kids started getting older, seven, eight, or nine area. It was Mother's Day, and my husband started loving reptiles. And so we get home from church, and he says, close your eyes, and all the kids are standing around. Put your hand out. And I was just so scared, but I put my hand out. And I felt this little crawling thing on my hand, and I opened my eyes up, and all I could see is this huge, it looked like a cockroach, but it looked like a worm. It was a millipede, and I pretty much threw it and went to the bathroom, and I cried for a little while. And then on Christmas, he um, decided to wake up early morning, Christmas morning, and grabbed Joe Jr., and they ran to 7-Eleven and picked up some couple things for me for Christmas. So, <laughs> you know, he tried. It was his efforts that count, and <laughs> he was very sincere in it all, and so... Um, Joe, he loved fishing. He was a man of God. He had foundation, a man of principle. He never wavered in his decision, no matter what it cost. He made a decision, and he stood by it. Um, He was an example to his family, to his kids. And uh, he actually, like his brother said, he could sing, and he danced and play the guitar. And he taught every one of, all three of his kids how to play the guitar, and they all could sing. I would like to say I could sing too, but they don't agree with me. (sighs) Um, 
One of the things I remember when Joe Jr. were little, he says, come on, guys, let's go for a walk. Let's go to the apartment building, and we'd pull, get out. He would say, the Jehovah Witnesses and the Mormons go door to door, so today the Christians are. And so we would go door to door. Do you remember that? <laughs> Barely. We would go door to door and knock on the door and say, hey, we're a Christian. Do you have any questions about the Bible? I mean, he was only eight, nine, or ten. And so we did that. We went to all the doors. I don't know how long it lasted, but I do remember that. But later on, when the girls came into the picture, um, we would get a knock at the door, and Joe was upstairs. I'd open. I'm like, oh, hi, welcome. Jehovah Witnesses or Mormons, and come on in, come on in. Babe, someone's at the door for you. And he'd look look down, and he'd like, she's at it again. And so, they two hours, three hours, they never came back. So... um, what ended up happening, because Joe loved the apologetics, he would love talking to Mormons. The thing is, we know the church, truth. Why would we turn the Mormons or the Jehovah Witnesses away? And so they're lost, and we have the truth. So Joe would start driving, and when he saw that Mormon or Jehovah Witness, he would flip around and get out of his car and, oh, hey, how are you? Acting like he ran into them, and they would get in that conversation, which was wonderful. And we started going out and witnessing on the streets, and Joe would open air preach, and hecklers would come by. And we never discussed this, but when a heckler came by and tried to get up, get up on Joe, get up in Joe's face, he was standing on a platform. So every time this happened, a handful, I would just all of a sudden go right in front of them, and things would calm down. We never discussed, like, babe, you shouldn't be doing that. It just happened, and he didn't get slugged, so everything worked. <laughs> So um, our ministry, we started, um, we started getting really involved in 2021, 2021, that's where we're at, so 2012. Um, we started a min- We started getting involved in ministry. We started going out, doing uh, the good person test, uh, the Romans Road, and it really rocked our world, and we're like, what have we been doing? We need to get more involved. And then we started getting into the apologetics, and there's really only 30 questions that these kids ask, and then they ask the same thing every time. So we started 1530, throughout all ages, 1530 apologetics. And what it is, is we go into the public schools and build up the student's character to intellectually think about their worldview and weigh it with truth. We have lost this generation, and they have been indoctrinated with lies. I'm hurrying. Before the wonderful pandemic, um, we, Joe spoke over, had over 200 speaking engagements. And there has been so many wonderful stories. One, they would, one kid, it was a senior year, chased Joe out and said, what church do you go to? Um, how did you learn this stuff? I've been having questions. I just got saved, and now I'm leaving. This is my last day. So Joe and him got to have that wonderful conversation about apologetics and give him information so he can continue to study. Um, and kids would stay afterwards and just listen and ask him questions about apologetics, about you know just morality, the dinosaurs. I mean, it would go on. And one time, Joe was at a school and um, there was a group of kids and Joe said something about mythology gods and then 
one girl pulled her phone out and said, he's right, he's telling the truth. I'm like, these kids never try to figure out if their teachers are right, but they're really critiquing critiquing what Joe was saying. And so, um, anyways, Joe's... um, So, Joe had a wonderful ministry, and he started it, and that legacy will go on. We know several apologists, and we will be going, continuing, reaching out to the next generation. And um, I am so thankful that um, God has given me the bonus to do so, because we have several friends that are involved in apologetics. So I have... I am. I care about the next generation, and we will go forward. And um, and I know when you came in that you saw our table out there. We have some apologists out there to answer questions. Um, there is cards out there. Um, there are cards out there. Please uh, with envelopes. Please write your um, your name on that envelope. I am looking at notes, and half of them are missing. That's why I'm just like I know I have more to say, but I don't know what it is. Um, so uh, please fill out those envelopes I'm sure there are enough and um, if you don't have a church to go to now you found one (laughs) we have a wonderful pastor and um, one thing that when going through all of this I was in quarantine for like 10 to 14 days after Joe was taken into the hospital and I was now able to go places but I wasn't going to church and my sister-in-law said you need to not isolate yourself go to church so I decided to go to church on a Sunday because you know Saturday Wednesday because it's quiet well I came on a celebration Wednesday so both services were here so um You know, as a kid, when I was growing up, first of all, I want to say the two songs that we picked for the slides show, I would hear it. I'm not going to tell you the name of them. You'll know because you'll hear the slide show. The slide show I heard for the first time when Joe was in the hospital, and I had to turn it off every time because it was talking about someone who was going to heaven, and I did not want to receive that. I think it was Joe Jr.'s first time seeing it when we were ushering him into heaven, and so we picked that song. The next song is one day I was driving with Hope, my younger daughter, and I said, we're in the car at the stop sign and a song came on. I said, hey, Hope, I dedicate this song to you. She says, no, Dad already dedicated it to me. <laughs> Go figure. So as a child, um, three, five years old, I would say I could start understanding death to some extent. They would come to me and say, so-and-so passed away. So-and-so, no, no, sorry, so-and-so went to heaven. And th- this family member went to heaven. And as I got older, my, I was thinking, oh, when people die, they go to heaven. But that's very far from the truth. When people die, there's two places to go. And we have to repent and turn to our sins to get to that to get to heaven. So no, not everyone does go to heaven. And that was the lie that I was taught. And thank God I have the best youth pastors and teachers in my lifetime to explain the truth to me. Now, I'm going to go out here afterwards. Please come, enjoy food. If you want to talk to me, I'm not just going to hang out here because I want you guys to eat our food. So I'll go over there. Please come and talk to me. But to close, our throughout all ages verse is um, Ephesians 3, 20 to 21. Now unto him, 
who is able to do exceedingly abundant above all that I can, we can ask or think according to the power that work in us. Unto him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Thank you guys so much. I always believed that 7-Eleven was a valid place to shop. I just want you to know that. (laughs) At this time, we're going to pray for the family. So uh, in a gesture of faith, can I just ask all of you to lift your hands up and and kind of lean them their direction? Let's just ask uh, God to bless them and to strengthen them. Father, we thank you so much for today. What a privilege, Lord, to hear the stories. What an incredible family. Uh, what an incredible God you are, Lord, that you have done so much in them and through them. And Lord, they face one of the most difficult things in life, Lord. And we pray that your presence, your power, your tenderness, your love would support them through this season. We're grateful for all that Joe has done and for all the lives he's touched, especially, Lord, his family. We pray for them, Lord, that they would have strength and that you'd, the calling that you had on Joe would continue through the next generation and that Joe's legacy would be his family living for you and continuing, Lord, to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Be their comfort, Lord, and strength, and we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you all stand, please? I'm going to close in a prayer. We're going to sing one more song, and then you'll be released to go over and enjoy some of that good food they provided for you. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for this day, a day, Lord, where we've been able to honor your servant and appreciate all that you have done through him. We pray as we spend these last few moments in worship, Lord, we lift our voices in thanksgiving, Lord, for the gift that was Joe Gaona and for all the blessings that have come, Lord, in our lives because of him, the friendship, the encouragement, the laughter, and the truth of God's word. Continue to bless his family, we pray again, and we ask all these things in Jesus' name, amen. That's a take, and this has been Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics. You can learn more about your host, Joe Gaona, how to support and get involved with 1530 Apologetics by visiting throughoutallagesministries.com. That's throughoutallagesministries.com. 1530 Apologetics is vigorously setting the pace to give easy answers to hard questions in the culture we live in. So be sure to join Joe at this same time next week for more biblical principles to help you intellectually and critically learn to weigh out decisions about life with truth, facts, contradictions, the reality we live in, and history. This has been Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics on K-Praise. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.